top of the evening, everyone. In today's episode, we're reviewing the classic Marvel film, Blade. This movie was the grandfather of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Blade started it all. Thank you, Wesley Snipes. This is a thank you letter to you. Vic, are you here this episode? Yes. Maybe you should say some stuff. But before we get into the Blade review, gather around, children. I want to tell you a magical story about the underdog that went for it all and almost fucked up twice. This is the story of Marvel Studios and the savior of Marvel. In 12, 20, on 12 27, 1996, a day that will live in infamy, Marvel filed for bankruptcy. They screwed the pooch on this one. Yeah, Marvel comic cards were great, though. Yeah, they were. They were nice. I still have a few. But not not forever. Yeah. Uh, they were losing money hand over fist like a rapper that let his cousin handle all his finances. <laughs> over one third of Marvel employees were laid off. And the shit was looking grim. So they filed for bankruptcy. Bankruptcy paid off all their existing debt, but Marvel was still broke. Then they had this brilliant idea, Marvel Mania themed restaurants and CD-ROMs. You guys remember those? <laughs> and you know what? More trading cards. So Marvel said, you know what? We went bankrupt, but let's do the exact same thing that got us into trouble. Double down. Yeah. Like uh, Jerry Rice did twice. <laughs> I kind of wish they had these restaurants now, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. They might want to do it. So... That ensued the great fire sale of, they didn't say which year, <laughs> but they sold off of all the movie rights. That's the reason why we can't get a proper Ultimate Avengers movie, but I digress. The first movie that was made on the big screen that was in the fire sale was our movie Blade, 1998 release, and it hit big. It made a whopping $70 million, which were like, hmm. But back then, in 98, that was pretty much, that was a lot of money. Right? In, in 98 money, that's like that's, 70 billion. Yeah. And it was a black lead, right? Well, yeah. that was big at the time. Uh, two years after uh, Demolition Man, too. So. I'm nodding in agreement. Oh, yeah. People listening can't see that. The movie made $7 million, which Marvel pocketed a whopping $25,000. I guess that's a come up for being broke. Marvel made less in a year than you make in a year. <laughs> Just put it like that. <laughs> like that. No matter how much you make in a year, Marvel made less. If you were in California and you're getting that $15 minimum wage, Marvel made less than you before taxes. And then the savior of the the savior of the comic book franchises, but the ruiner of our childhood favorite comic book uh cartoons, X-Men and Brian Singer, the rapist himself. I didn't say it. Uh, and that led to the biggest <coughs> payday ever at that time for a Spider-Man. I mean, for a movie, a comic book movie, Spider-Man, San Raimi's Spider-Man. And eh, it didn't age well, but it was good then, right? It's going to be interesting to see again. I haven't really seen those movies since the 2000s, early 2000s. But Marvel, with the shoddy deal they signed, signed all these deals for a flat fee. 
So they made $25,000 off Blade, and they made absolutely nothing off the whopping success of X-Men. <laughs> absolutely nothing off their bread and butter. And we still get shitty Brian Singer movies to this day. In 2003, a man, you know, we might call him a prophet, the Messiah, too much, uh, a God among men, maybe. David... But how does pronounce it? Goyer? No, Maisel pitched him pitched an idea to the holding the last people of Marvel. He said, "Kingdom, we need to come together okay. and start getting taken back and behind the tool shed by these other movie companies and make our own movie company, and we'll call it Marvel Studios." Two thousand three, guys. But. Marvel people were like, eh, that sounds dumb. In 2005, they were like, eh, let's try it. But here's the thing. Marvel didn't have the the money they needed to make a Marvel Studios. So they went to Merrill Lynch. You know those guys. And asked for a $525 million loan. But there was a catch. They had to put up some of their rights to movies and comic books as collateral. Movies like Captain America, Ant-Man, Black Panther, and some other stuff, and some stuff I've never even heard of had to be put up as collateral. <laughs> Power Pack was amongst them. Uh, Shang Ching or something like that. I was I was excited about it when you when we were going through it earlier, and uh-huh. I was like, oh shit, That's Hawkeye. What... I'm like, uh, you guys should have put that one up. <laughs> they were like, you don't know what this shit is, but we're <laughs> we're laughing though. <laughs> um, and so is there a, is there like a comic book expert at Merrill Lynch? He's like, he's like, how much is Hawkeye worth? He's like, I don't know. Who, he's I don't like, know. He was like pulling out things. He was like, and one guy said, hey, throw in Guardians of the Galaxy. And they was like, no, that's stupid. I've never heard of that. Dude, fuck. He's like, see, see, Todd. I told you. You don't even read comic books. You think Batman is related to uh, Spider-Man. Because they have the same last name, see? Oh, of course. All right. But Marvel knew at this time, Marvel knew they wanted to make an Avengers movie. And they know if they the first movie they made, if it flopped, it was all for nothing. So Marvel had the last brilliant idea they will ever need. They weren't going to use the money they got from Merrill Lynch to put out a movie. They put all their money together and they produced Iron Man. And the rest is history. Drops paper. That's why the movie was so good, and why the start of the MCU because was so their good. Life. <laughs> their life, their life, the company depended on it. Yeah, if, they, if it. If it failed, they would have died. They put their backs against the wall, and yeah. And that we want to give you that brief backstory to let you know the what Blade paved the way for. Yeah, <coughs> it really saved their asses, even though they only got twenty five thousand dollars. Now I want to talk about how much I love this movie. All right, and about how uh, how black it is. First off, I want to thank the bootleggers because they make all these uh, movie reviews possible, even though we went out and bought these movies. Oh, of course we did. With our own money. I got some movie on VHS. I got the receipts and shit. I'm going to write it off on my taxes. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, no one can make that joke. But <laughs> <laughs> that joke comes a little later. But I liked how uh, I felt like Blade talked pretty black. Yeah. Not, not black like Will Smith and Suicide Squad black, mm-hmm. but a black writer who actually understood what Blade sounded like. Uh, 
Hollywood again with another stereotype, the absentee black father. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> no, I assumed that Blade's dad was killed in the same vampire attack that his mom supposedly was killed in. A likely convenience. He on the he, we saw him two times in the movie smoking Newport on the corner and shit like that. Like the boy, don't look like your butter. Nah, my boy got killed in a vampire attack. Vampires ain't real, nigga. Nope. All right. Uh, this movie may be like Miss Techno. And hate techno at the same time because techno is the the grandfather of the bastard child EDM. <laughs> uh, and it was heavy on the salt and not a lot of pepper, but we didn't complain back then because we were just happy to see a black man on the screen. And kudos to this because I swear to God, this movie was very successful. Back then, right? Very successful. And they did something that right now we haven't learned from a trope of the origin story. We did not get an origin story with Blade. And the movie... Huh? We didn't. And the movie was great. They threw in origins every now and then. They threw a split scene of him being born and said origin. They gave it to us in the dialogue. And it summed up. We got it. They, back then, hell, New Line Cinema... A Warner Brothers company knew how to make a better <laughs> shots fired. Don't waste. We know. We know what we're here for. Yeah. Look, just just sum it up. Warner Brothers some, made this movie. Sum it up. Some flashbacks. Even in the second Blade movie, they do it again. To like, in case you're here but you didn't see the first Blade, let's recap it in 35 seconds. Yeah. Whistler. Blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm a vampire. Yes. I I live with Michael McDonald's and we fight vampires. Mm-hmm. And we sing. <laughs> what a fool believes. Uh, so, so all right, put on your thinking caps. If you're old like me and Kean, you know what a thinking cap is. Your teacher told her to put it on. He's like, bitch, I ain't got no goddamn thinking cap. Uh, but I can't wear hats aside, but I can wear a thinking cap. So, imagine if we swap soundtracks. And as Blade, first of all, I can see why the old vampires hated the new vampires because the motherfuckers was wasteful and they caused a lot of attention. These new vampires were like old vampires are like goths. You guys remember goth kids, right? And then how goth people hate vamps because they're like goths, but they're like just trendy, like they're hot topic rejects and shit like that. And I can see why the goth people like the older dudes, they're like, they're flashy they, and they're not flashy. They just like, oh, my bosses. And like how the new, like, oh, you guys are doing it all wrong. You're vamping all wrong and shit like that. So I understand why they hated these motherfuckers. They're wasting blood and shit. Wasting gallons of blood. That's just precious. That's your life thing. And you just spraying <laughs> it on people. You bringing newbies in the club and you letting them get away. What the fuck is y'all doing down there? I can see why the new, like, hate them. But anyway, so here you are. Thinking caps are on. Imagine Blade walking in to the club. About to be a fight sign. Instead of playing the techno music, they play 3-6 Mafia. Tear the club up. That was a classic. I can't imagine that. I might have to make it myself. The 3-6 cut of Blade. Yeah, so that would be awesome. I think the whole movie, if they'd switched out for hip-hop, it would have been nicer. <coughs> I think, but is Wesley Snipes seem like a fan of hip-hop to you? <laughs> I don't know. Because we don't get any hip-hop he, except for most deaf in any of these movies. He has a... Uh... You know, he's very Asian influenced. Yeah, he he's, is. He, he is. He's a, you know how Blade is actually a Buddhist in this movie? Mm-hmm. It looks like at least. Uh-huh. Now, I haven't watched this movie in a long time, but I watched it twice this week. Like, 
But he's also a New Yorker. So Wesley Snipes is also a New Yorker and uh, he's old New Yorker. That's so true. I believe that fool break broke dance. Is it is that the process, <laughs> is that the past is the break dance? Did he broke dance? I'm sure he broke danced. Yes. <laughs> I we saw the video of Vin Diesel broke dancing. <laughs> they probably broke danced together. Okay. Broke danced. Why did I say danced? Anyway. Or broke danced. <laughs> um Oh, and shout out to my dude, Detective Bullock from Gotham. He was all through this movie. And I was like, hey, you look young, but grizzled. He was always grizzled. Oh, he stayed grizzled. I was looking at the credits of this movie, and I noticed that Amin Ra Films was a producer. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Googled. So I used the Googles. The Googles. It, it started as a security firm that Wesley Snipes started. This sounds like a movie in itself. Wesley and his brother started this security guard company, and every guard in the company, which was designed for celebrities, <coughs> every single one of them knew uh, martial arts and had police training. They kind of sound like G.I. Joe's. Yeah. And then later, Wesley decided to make it into a film company, and here we are with Blade. Have they made any other movies? Uh, they started in 1991, and I don't know. I want to say yes, but I'm not going to tell you which ones they are. All right, good job. We, we, have to, we have to lead people on a path of self-discovery. Or we just don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I get mad at movies when they stop doing the thing that might work <clears throat> and doing the thing they know they're going to work. So, Blade is the legend around town. So, I, I kind of put myself in henchman number 30, 30s shoes, and I'm like, I'm not a very good fighter, and Blade's got a sword, and he looks like he works out like all the time, and he just whooped. 29 other of my comrades. But you know what? I'm going to try my luck at punching Blade when I have a perfectly good gun on my side. Why they do they ever stop shooting at Blade? You got to be like a mid-level goon. It kind of depends like when you start getting employed with the company. Mm-hmm. Like I imagine you, you got to start low like as an intern. Yeah. But then eventually work, work your way up to mid-level. At mid-level, you're pretty good. You're going to be at a gun at a far range. Mm-hmm. But when you're low-level, you just got to run at a man or you get fired. <laughs> and then it's like... So the fight scene breaks out. Blade kills a bunch of vampires. The fucking police show up. Who snitched? <laughs> Who snitched? Was it? I, I guess it was the guy, that, the human that got out. It was like, there's fucking vampires in there. And there's this black dude with a sword. Say no more, fam. No, he saved my life. Nope, I didn't hear that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you like Steven Dorff from this movie? I thought he was a dope-ass villain. Yeah. I like how woke Marvel was. You were saying it. Oh. Well, you try to say it, but then you, you, you Peter and you started. They had a black female doctor, not just a black female doctor. She's a hematologist, like so she specializes in blood, and she even cures a fucking vampire uh, disease and shit. So they were like, "Nah, black people are smart, fucking racist." But this was also a WB movie, so how are we doing? Like, I don't know. David Goyer, David Goyer wrote this movie. I was kind of looking into it to see why this movie was so woke. Mm-hmm. So he's a Jewish dude, but he got Harlem. From Harlem, okay. And he got teased a lot with like people. People made they tease him for being Jewish when he was a kid. So and now I, he's rich. Success, hey, <laughs> success is the best revenge, and you don't even acknowledge them anymore. I wonder if he just goes to the yearbook and he's like, "Hey, remember when you teased me? I'm on my yacht right now. Yeah, I can't hear you. I'm sorry." Um, and this was a movie I was. So they're talking about blood, 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 and stuff I don't know, and glucose. I was like, "Hey, I know that word." Uh, <laughs> no, it didn't get too sciencey. Yeah, I was not bored with the science, and I was happy about that. Just keep a little bit of science. I think movies do that too much now. Yeah. So there's a scene where the vampire comes back to life, and he starts killing people in the hospital. So he's burned to a crisp, and he starts killing people in the hospital. Blade comes to finish off the job. Police show up, 
and Blade's running away from the police, and they're shooting at him in the back. New York PD. <laughs> this again, like this movie was nonfiction. Again, a lot of like a lot of like a little bit of social commentary in here. I guess they was like the guy is burnt, and they saw Wesley, and I was like, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, because the vampire's running around by the shit of Blade. Yeah, I noticed that too. Um, again, like how many good Blade movies we we've gotten? Or will we've got another Blade movie if he didn't go to jail for all that time? They talked about there was talk about a fourth one mm-hmm. where it was like kind of set in the future, and <coughs> the world is kind of over under vampires and Blade's kind of on the run. But we didn't we didn't get that because it would have been dope. It sounds amazing, but Blade three didn't do that well, so we didn't get it. But Blade three kind of set up it set up the Night Stalkers, but they that also didn't like people didn't like them, so we didn't get that movie. People didn't like Ryan Reynolds. America, I need you to stop, even though he kind of sucks right now. He's on my shit list. Because if I get Quentin Tarantino directing the next Deadpool, I don't know. <laughs> I'll watch it anyway. I'm sorry. Anyway. Like, uh... But this movie was woke as fuck. To go on, Blade shops at a small business. Uh-huh. He supports small black business owners. Yep, and they was like, my dude. <laughs> my African. <laughs> like, like, there's a lot of... There's a lot of, like hierarchy kind of shaming of the pure bloods <coughs> making fun of or like looking down on the um the 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 infected vampires that got bitten and i swear like every time i see them like that that look of disdain i imagine drago malfoy going fucking mudbloods <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's why i liked uh deacon frost he was dope yeah whenever he was like trying to pitch it to blade when he called him an uncle tom yeah I'm sorry. Anyway, I got I got too far ahead. I, I got too far ahead. I, I was, man, I was, that's why. So list of things, man. We're, okay, we're walking was, through the movie. I was excited, but when he's when he's like trying to tell the vampire council, he's like, "Look, man, these are food. We need to start a revolution. We can be running this shit." Right then, I'd have killed him. I'd have like, "No, you're a little bit too headstrong. This might end up bad for me." I'd have killed him at the meeting. Yeah, you're right. This should have killed him because shit kind of didn't go too well. <laughs> I love like again like how he. He could have went to anywhere to get a serum, but he went to Chinatown and found the black Chinese dude that makes vampire serum. And he wasn't snitching because he knew fucking Bland was a vampire. <laughs> that scene reminded me of Luke Cage when he met uh, Beth Man. <laughs> he's like, P.O.L.O.S. That was my joint. He's like, he was like, I loved you in Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love how Whistler's filling up the gas, the gas tank and just spills gas everywhere and, and then starts smoking next to the spilled gas. That was a good scene to just show Whistler doesn't give any fucks. <laughs> he's, never, he's like, 1965, that's time I gave a fuck. He's like, I lived a storied life. I sang beautiful soul music. and now I made I- love with mahogany <laughs> women to women from the Orient, Persian women. Women from the USSR. Like, whoa, all this shit does not fly anymore. <laughs> it's like, yes, all kinds of colored women's. I've done it all. Yeah. Now Blade and I fight vampires. Um, like, and then it shows, like, a vam- vampires on the cops and then the cops of New York. And so I realized that vampires are behind Blue Lives Matter. They are. It makes sense now. Yeah, it all makes sense. How does it make sense? Shut up. And then, also, Blade beats up a cup. Foreshadowing. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "Yay, we shouldn't be this happy." <laughs> and so then there's like uh, the the head vampire dude walks in the library and 
like uh, Deacon Frost got the earphones in. He's like, I know you hear me. And he's like, calm down, you're in the library. I would have killed him right <laughs> there. It's like, you ain't got no respect. You're following rules. I know what that means. What the hell's going on? I'd have killed him right there. See, you, you, you never. If you're the chief of a fucking vampire clan of vampires, kill people. Don't don't. What what was he bringing in? He wasn't bringing no tang. He wasn't bringing that that much money. He wasn't your top sailor. I think Sometimes he, you just got to make an example out of motherfuckers. I think he's just spending the money. Actually, he must have been somebody. He must have been somebody's nephew. Uh, he couldn't at, kill him. As always, where's my Stan Lee cameo? Oh, you know what I noticed mm-hmm. when that cop that blade beat up that's a uh, Deacon Frost Aaron boy quote unquote. When he goes back to hit back to the baller ass clubhouse uh-huh. where they're having the vampire white party, mm-hmm. they're watching Mortal Kombat on the TV. Swag. Oh, new line center. Like, hey, you guys remember this? <laughs> did that movie do good? The first one did. Yeah, okay. The but same. I think, no, uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation was on the screen because it showed Reptile on the screen. Uh, now, I don't speak Japanese, but when Blade went into the club. And those Japanese girls was rapping in Japanese. Mm-hmm. They were spitting fire. Hell yeah, they were. I just, I just gotta be like, you know what? Yeah, it's like me when I listen to Tego Corderon. I don't speak that much Spanish, but I know Tego's gassing. Those Japanese girls are spitting <laughs> fire. That's uh, actually the Pokemon theme song. <laughs> so the risky? only person that gave like Blade the business for just a second in this movie was a little black girl, and that led me to look her up. And she's like a martial arts champion and has been like ever since that movie. She hasn't seen a lot. And she's like, she's a gorgeous woman now. And I'm like, she needs to be in Wakanda. And that's what I want to be one of our top fives before. Um, Top five people that haven't been announced to be in Black Panther that should be in Black Panther. (laughs) Denzel Washington, Jaiman Hansu, Adebisi. Like I got a whole lot of black people that need to be up in there. I just want like a a parade of like cameos where it's Mm kind of like the intro to Thundercats. No, I want... This is actually my joke for another time. I'll save it for another time. <laughs> All right. But I Excellent. think Wesley Snipes should be in there. All right. He can be that old sage that teaches him how to do this shit. Oh, that'd be great. And the black dude that voiced Rafiki. I'm not sure who that is, but I agree. Uh, it's an old comedian dude. Like, yeah, there should be a Tupac hologram in, in Wakanda. <coughs> um, so, I at the, like at the time where... The black girl fights Blade. I realized this was a really good movie. This movie is great. Like it, it holds us at the time. Not saying graphic wise, but just a good movie. And again, you didn't waste our fucking time with an origin story. Y'all just said, "Hey, y'all ain't stupid, right? Y- you sure?" <laughs> movie. And this isn't like Spider Man or like Superman or Batman, where we know these characters front and back. Like Blade was popular, but it, I swear to God, Wesley Snipes like, hey. I ran across this comic book the other day. This shit's dope. I can do half of that. Let's make this movie. And they made the movie. It was like, hey, Wesley, you just came off Demolition Man. And I loved you in New Jack City. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. And Blade is a little bit like that, actually. Yeah, he kind of said some shit. Oh, yeah, something else I read about this. Blade sounds so real because they hired some dude to go around with him during the filming and like record him. <laughs> and they use some of Wesley's catchphrases in the movie. That's why his dialogue sounds so natural. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite line in the movie: "Some motherfuckers want to ice skate uphill." That's the end of the movie, dude. Stay in freaking. Wesley met, Wesley says that in real life. But it's, it's, 
It's the end of the movie, man. We, the we, 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 the movie. We're getting there, Vic. I'm excited. I've had a lot of caffeine. Yeah, I just need you to just calm down, bro. All right, I all right. I'll drink half a cup before we start. How about then... you? Next time you remove in order. Okay, okay. Chronological order. I had I have mental illness. Yes, you do. I love how Winsler can- Winsler's cancer like showed up because plot convenience. Like, <laughs> there's no sign this motherfucker got cancer for the first hour of the movie, and he starts casting his like cancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he coughed once. Like once, I coughed during this movie, and I didn't say cancer. Uh, they even gave Whistler's backstory. They gave all these backstories and shit. <coughs> but it doesn't take that long. There's a lot of subtleties that they give us, like the relationship that uh, Deacon Frost has with his lady friend. They really cared about each other, man. When they're murdering people, they held hands. And when they put on the vampire makeup, that mm-hmm. shit was tender. It touched my heart. Um. Then we get to the point where the social commentary where like Blade really got pissed off when fucking Deacon called him Uncle Tom. We got there. See how we got there naturally. Yes, it worked. And I was like, "Whoa, the fuck!" Hey, Blade, you signed Wesley. You signed up on this shit. He can't be using that word because that word just like he called him Uncle Tom, which is like I was kind of like taken aback by it. I'm like, "Hey, whoa!" Is it is a double dip? I'm like, "Do you mean like a vampire Uncle Tom or like?" Uncle Tom, Uncle Tom. I'm like, do you know what that means? <laughs> like, and then you think about it, he's a vampire and he's old as shit because apparently he's old as shit. So he did know what Uncle Tom is. He's like, Blake, you fucking Uncle Tom. And like, I think he said it as a black person. Like, what the fuck are you doing with these motherfucking cattle? Motherfucker, you along with us. But Blake knew he was kind of double dip on him, but he did use the Uncle Tom in the proper context. <laughs> I love how there was Matrix bullish dodging. Wait. Yeah, this movie. Yeah, this movie did predate Matrix. It was 98. Oh, and then uh, he said, so <laughs> he's talking to the black chick. I forgot her name. Nabusha, right? And, and, and at the, where he kidnapped her. And he was like, he's like, what's wrong with you people? And I was like, whoa, what do you mean you people? I was like, there's two Deacon Frost. All right. I, I noticed. Yeah, I counted <laughs> that too. I'm like, Deacon, well, man, pull it back. And then like the lobby scene of where. The water's falling down, and I was like, the Matrix lobby scene. Did these motherfuckers go to the future and bite off the Matrix, or did Matrix rip off another black person? I <laughs> see what you did there. Yep. Setting up these jokes. Um, which is funny is, uh, so finally, they get to the scene where they bring out the head vampire, and they burn his ass. And I told you twice already, you should have killed his ass already. That's what happens when you don't kill people. They get a little too uh, too little big in their britches. They end up setting you on fire in the sun. And <laughs> vampires burn in sun. They don't fucking twinkle. This is back when this takes back to a simpler time when vampires killed you. And you were actually scared of them, and you didn't want to have sex with them. Actually, I still didn't want to have sex with any of those vampires in that movie. Ofe loves some Ofe. They'll tell you white women are the most beautiful thing in the world. And I know some bad white bitches. I'm not saying. I know. No, I'm sorry. I know some bad white women, some gorgeous white women. Some that can get the D with no C. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm you pretty... might get that. Listen to previous shows, <laughs> and you'll get that joke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pull out Game Strong. All right. <laughs> So, all right, so we're getting towards the end of the movie. So, Blade, Snilex, and Fine Ass comes out of Cocoon. Oh, yeah, Blade's, Blade's mom. sees her and is like, Mama, how the fuck did you know that was your mama? You, She died at your birth. 
and they're showing flashback of you seeing her as a baby. How the fuck did you recognize Sanai Lathan thirty fucking nah, some odd years later? Vampire memory is different. That's bullshit. No, nah, they did. That's it's implied throughout the movie. All right. So I oh, told wait, you. Oh wait, can we? Let me can I, let me take a step back real quick after they find uh, Blade's headquarters and beat the shit out of Whistler. Mm-hmm. And Whistler's like, "Give me your, give me your gun, give me your gun, give me your gun, chicken shit." I've been I'm a grizzled man. And and he's married he, seven wives. <laughs> <laughs> vampires they just keep finding me and you see blade kind of distraught and he's mm-hmm. like damn let me just kind of bad at you with this tissue this kleenex mm-hmm. a little bit yeah he was like he was really that was some good ass <laughs> acting he was like it's the only daddy i ever know and he never touched me inappropriately he raised me white savior <laughs> yeah this movie is pro uh it's the white see, savior film no nah, see see how see how uh woke it is mm-hmm. he adopted a dark-skinned black boy mm-hmm and not from China. Yeah. I mean, not Africa. I forgot where we came from first. And he's a vampire. That shit wasn't easy raising him. Nah, he knew what he was doing. He was raising a weapon. That's like the key people who adopted Gandhi Culpepper. They saw that uh, 40 time. Damn. Too soon. Did you have that shit prepared? No. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that shit hurt my heart. <laughs> I love Dante Culpepper. Yeah. Same thing with Colin Kaepernick. They, they was watching Pop Warner. They was watching the Orphan Pop Warner League, and they was like, mm, that one has some potential. They were feeling his calf muscles. Show me your teeth, young boy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a joke. White people did not. There is no orphan. Uh, Damn, combine. There, there might be one now. <laughs> oh, that is some good shit. The orphan combine. I might open up my own orphanage. It was like, oh. Polly has weak knees. No, we're full. You gotta go. You gotta go back to the regular orphanage. <laughs> Javante Quan, uh, look at him. He's strong. He's already, you know, look at that forty time. I'm like, oh, oh. Uh, just, a bed just opened up. All right, Tommy, you, you threw three interceptions last game. <laughs> Only got winners. I was like, uh, Blades of Glory and shit. So they 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 really know how to make Deacon Frost the ultimate villain. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's like, damn, I kind of got Blade. You really want Blade to kill him at this point because he reveals that he's tapping Blade's mom. No, 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 no. He didn't just super reveal. Okay, and here's my big plot hole. So Deacon Frost is Blade Vampire Daddy, which is funny because Blade doesn't look half black, white. <laughs> right. So here's my question. Okay. So Deacon Frost. Yeah. He knew Blade's, who knew the chick he was banging on the side was Blade's mother. Right. He also knew that he bit Blade's mother, and that created Blade. Mm-hmm. He knew how to make daywalkers. The timing is probably kind of hard. Nope. He knew who he knew who Blade was. He knew who his mama was. He knew exactly how to make Blade Walker. So, and he's been he took her right in after she died. Blade's what thirty. Yeah. 26. He doesn't age. He aged like the regular. How old did fucking Wesley, Wesley look 30 in that movie, right? Yeah. So, and I'm saying he probably was 40. Well, he looked 30 in that movie. So, 30 years of him knowing how to make a daywalker. Well, okay. No. So, no. Okay. So, Blade was been blading for five, six, seven years. Yeah. So, for, so he made him put it for a few years. He has known that Blade was Blade and Blade was Blade because I know Blade. Why the fuck don't you have your own Daywalker army b- babies right now? He said, well, he says that De- he, I mean, Deacon says that his mom should have died. Mm-hmm. He's probably, he's probably tried it a bunch of times. No, it didn't work, man. He, no, he didn't try it enough times. How many, first of all, 
in real life, if I was a sexy pale white vampire and I told women my vampire, showed them a fang, showed them my vampire, I can have a thousand white women right now that want to be bitten by me from being a vampire. Right now. Because white people love vampires and shit and they want to just be bitten by vampires. I can go up and hot type and be like, bitches, I got all them bitches. <laughs> with the Jericho wig? Yeah, with the Jericho wig <laughs> and a vampire. So there's plenty of women that would love to try the whole sacrifice blade and, and and what's the worst thing that happened? They're going to turn into vampires anyway. I just might make a daywalker. I'd have been trying my ass off to make daywalkers. Mm. And I would have been impregnating bitches too. Because, you know, pull a game on fleet. But not when you're a vampire. I got to take care of them kids. I'm a vampire. <laughs> you're just going to outlast the child support? Exactly. So I would have tried my bestest to make my own daywalker army. All you needed was three. And they had to kill Blade. They did it too hard, man. And then once you find out, then you can tell your other friends to be making daywalkers and stuff like that. Y'all can hold to have a daywalker uh, daycare or night care. Day, anyway, daywalker care, daywalker care, docker care. So I'm just saying, kind of a plot hole. He didn't say, "Man, we try to make a lot of you, but you're the only one." That would have been cleared up that whole thing right now. He's like, "You're special. You're the only person that ever been like it." And believe me, we tried. That line. Deacon, sums up. Deacon wasn't the sharpest guy. That's all I'm saying. Hey, he somehow figured out how to figure out to decode a text that been for ancient times and nobody ever figured out. He just, he just asked that big fat guy to do it. Yep. Computers. <laughs> um, I love the scene where... There's a whole lot of computers putting in this the, movie. The, this, this, the reason why this movie was like almost got rated R is because of the blood sucking scene where Blade was giving her that Blade D. Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, I don't know how I feel about this. But eventually this candle got lit and some uh, Merlot was pouring. <laughs> <laughs> and Kenny G was playing in the background. Um, hey, buddy. We're almost done. <coughs> uh, they should re... Hi. They should like redo the whole song with a uh, hip-hop score. Yeah, they should do that. I think this movie was freaking awesome. There was a balance. This is where it really gets breaking with the, with the blood god uh-huh. popping off. Now... The council, they were they're being held hostage, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they knew they were about to die, and I wouldn't... If I'm about to die, I know I'm about to die. know I'm about to die. Fuck you, you don't even, become the, you don't even get to become a guy. And then, did they really need 12 people? Because the white chick killed one of the dudes. Yeah, I'm like, wait. Do, does he need to be alive, or he just needs to die in this temple? I don't, what's happening here? How does this work? This is like the most cool about a ritual. It's like, hey, this is that one teacher who's like... You only did nine of the problems? Eh. It's pretty close. Yeah. It's still an A minus. Yeah. So uh, this blood, uh, this blood guy just really wanted to be. He was like, "Oh, I said twelve. I meant twelve. <laughs> was was that temple already there in L.A. that no one could find for thousands of years? Yes, it was. Remember, he said the ancients <laughs> forgot it was here. I'm like, motherfucker. I don't care if this is the '90s. You had to do like. It's like seismographs and see if buildings are okay to build on. And there's a hundred foot fucking temple under the ground. Yeah, they would have found that. Man, back in like the late 90s, movies love to do like 3D, 3D models of underground temples. Mm. Also, yeah. Resident Evil. Yes. Um, and like you said, like this movie uh, really got bracken for a second because the blood guy, a.k.a. YG. <laughs> Do you think a young YG was watching this and, be, and was inspired? And started stacking the signs and stuff like that. <laughs> um, last fight scene. 
this was my one of my favorite movies because this wasn't a superhero that had to train and get up to its full peak strength. They pissed Blade off, and now he's pissed off. And then he was there, so I didn't have to wait for him a whole movie or two to get to full strength and realize potential. Blade's been blading for a while, and he just started blading some more. And it was good, and it was fun. Uh, of course, the graphics didn't hold up the time, but graphics usually don't hold up to the test of time. And they were good by those good standards. It reminded me of Big Trouble in Little China when they were exploding. <laughs> I like how Blade had a good time during this fight sequence. He did. You know when he uses those uh, those things for the first time in the hallway? He does like a little stutter step. Mm-hmm. He's like, I live for this shit, man. Exactly. This, this like, this he's is- like, ain't nobody on my level here. <laughs> And, like, the first time he actually had a good old sword fight was with Blood God. He was like, oh, shit, this is good. And then he's just throwing shit, and then he catching shit all cool, like. And then, like, you didn't have to kick that last one in the forehead, but you just felt like because you knew you won. He was he, he was showboating. He would have got a penalty for that. He's <laughs> like, what are you doing, ref? I only did two pumps. Uh, and, that, and then, uh-huh. classic on. movie. To have, like, Blade is an old school because, you know, you end a movie with a classic one-liner. One is, uh, Lethal Weapon 2, it's been revoked. <coughs> um, Bruce Willis, yippee motherfucker. There's got to be a tagline. And this didn't catch up on because you can't really just say this, but some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. And that was just cool. <laughs> it was. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I also want to point out that not only is, as we explained earlier, this is the father of the MCU, mm-hmm. but it's rated R. Did it before Deadpool. Yeah. There. You got anything else before we wrap up? I never wrap it up. Shout out to Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen. Uh, Shannon Sharp. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook. Like us there. Email us questions at allpodcastmatter.com. This week's musical guest is Jay York. Follow him on Twitter and SoundCloud. Links will be in the bio. Not to be uh, mixed up with Jed York, who we all hate. We do. Uh, Hopefully he's an untimely death. Wow, that's not cool. (laughs) Okay, maybe he, that's too far. I I hope that he finds another occupation. Like wine. Like fart sniffing for dogs. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you later. Yeah, Els, what up? It's Yagi. Let's get it. Squad biz, bitch. We out here. All my niggas, they don't cut these bitches. All my niggas, they don't fuck with snitches. All my niggas trying to touch these digits. All my niggas, they be fucking bitches. Out here trying to grind just to get it. Trying to shine just to be specific. Putting on for our mother and children and brothers and cousins and sisters and niggas. All my niggas, they don't cut these bitches. All my niggas, they don't fuck with snitches. All my niggas trying to touch these digits. All my niggas, they be fucking bitches. Out here trying to grind just to get it. Trying to shine just to be specific. Putting on for our mother and children and brothers and cousins and sisters and niggas. 
niggas. All my niggas out here be grinding. All my niggas out here be shining. If it's beef, I know that them boys feel lining like them courts, nigga. They gon' come and find you. All my niggas, they be staying with me. All my niggas, they be spraying 50. So if you tweaking, better stay 10. You man down, that nigga caught that shit an injury. Yo, song crap, my first go for 10. Only time you hot is when you need that list to ring. Jessica and your phone, dog. I swear to God, that shit is me. I'm at the money up behind a bitch like Tony Hawk on that grinding shit. Catch you while I'm here. No, we're riding shit. No, Sierra, how my niggas riding quick. Dismembering all my enemies. Deprive these niggas of the energy. I made room for niggas, but the sin is me. Success is what I'm imaging. Trying to figure shit like a mystery. Swear to God that you boys is history. These niggas can't hold me back. That's why we mop them up like Mr. Clean. All my niggas, they don't cut these bitches. All my niggas, they don't fuck with snitches. All my niggas trying to touch these digits. All my niggas, they be fucking bitches. Out here trying to grind just to get it. Trying to shine just to be specific. Putting on for our mother and children and brothers and cousins and sisters and niggas. All my niggas, they don't cut these bitches. All my niggas, they don't fuck with snitches. All my niggas trying to touch these digits. All my niggas, they be fucking bitches. Out here trying to grind just to get it. Trying to shine just to be specific. Putting on for our mother and children and brothers and cousins and sisters and niggas. My niggas that grinding, yeah, we after that dough. You don't kick me my cash, I come to kick down your dough. It don't matter who home me, yeah, my niggas get violent. Cause when it comes to that money, we down to start up a riot. Call up Trey Five and Chris, yeah, I just found me a lick. Y'all niggas selling them bricks, man, I ain't into that shit. I'm about that mask up and robbing, I'll even hit me a jogger. If I can't find me a mask, the straight face is not a problem. Y'all like to talk like the streets Well, my nigga, I lived it I'm just telling the story of niggas Who won the privilege These niggas chasing some pussy Well, nigga, that's not my vision I'm just chasing this money Trying to have a head-on collision I be seeing these niggas That say they team on a mission But I don't understand Half you niggas is snitching How you mob with a nigga And you know where you're at if you fucking with snitches, I don't fuck with you for that. I be seeing these niggas, they like to talk like they got it. But my nigga, that's it. You just talking about it. These niggas so dummy, they like to tweet every move. I should show up to the spot and just start robbing you fools. All my niggas, they don't cut these bitches. All my niggas, they don't fuck with snitches. All my niggas trying to touch these digits. All my niggas, they be fucking bitches. Out here trying to grind just to get it. Trying to shine just to be specific. Putting on for our mother and children and brothers and cousins and sisters and niggas. All my niggas, they don't cut these bitches. All my niggas, they don't fuck with snitches. All my niggas trying to touch these digits. All my niggas, they be fucking Bitches out here trying to grind just to get it, trying to shine just to be specific, putting on for our mother and children and brothers and cousins and sisters and niggas.